Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. What's in focus today from markets? Well, there's a sell-off uh, for starters, and that's going to put a lot of pressure on Asia. Asia, of course, opening in about 50 minutes or so. Ryan, let's get the backdrop of all this. It's really down to the economic outlook. It's really down to this struggle to try and come to terms with how aggressive is this word aggressive that the Fed is using. Yeah, so it's really setting up to be a day of questions. Will the market sell off? continue in Asia. So if we look at what's been driving the sell-off overnight, like you pointed out, there's been a darkening economic outlook with all these fears about how higher rates could just derail the trajectory of the growth outlook for the world and also what's happening in China. We'll get Mm. to that in more detail in just a bit. And looking at what we had overnight, it was a sell-off across the board. Um, And you are looking at futures right now in Asia pointing to losses as well. The Japanese markets Nikkei 225 futures looking to start down by 1.2% and Australian futures are looking to start lower 1.4%. So that is the outlook for the trading day in Asia. Um, Looking at the commodities space, that has also been seeing a bit of a slump. In fact, we are looking at the Bloomberg Commodity Index at its lowest in nearly two months. And that is looking at things like oil prices slump nearly 6 to 7%. They're most in nearly two months. So we are looking at quite a bit of a sell-off, people just flocking to the safety of cash and uh, the safe havens. I think it's fair to say that growth expectations have been dampened. I think the theme moving forward, Ryan, really is the question, is there more pain to come? Hmm. So if I look at, well, it depends on where you look. If you look at technicals, some people are saying um, the worst is not over because there are no signs yet, at least not enough signs of it being oversold. So that could be more selling to come. But if I look at the futures, what's going to be happening tonight, at least going by the futures, things are starting to turn a bit green. And this is looking at the Dow Jones Industrial Average, open 0.3% higher. The S&P 500 also by around the same amount. And the Nasdaq Composite likely to open slightly above water by 0.4% as mm-hmm. well. So that's the futures. What story they're painting, but of course, it's many hours before we see trading on Wall Street tonight and many things can happen in the space of the day. Yeah, and and there's always the issue of earnings to take a look at and who's Mm. really going to suffer. I mean, tech companies obviously are getting all the attention right now. That's right, Elliot. So I think investors will be reading the earnings commentary very closely, especially from tech companies. And this is with Uber making the headlines. Right. Uh, So they are the latest technology company to warn off a slowdown in hiring. So let's take a look at what Uber is saying. Uh, So they had a staff internal communication via a CEO letter to everyone on Sunday. And pretty much what he said was he had a few days of meetings with investors in New York and Boston and he came away with the understanding that the industry is seeing a big shift and they need to react accordingly. So pretty much he's looking at a slowdown in growth and he's saying pretty much almost everyone in Uber, most of them on average, is under the age of 30 and they have pretty much spent their career seeing a bull run in markets and economy. 
But the next phase is going to be different. Different in the sense that they need to start scaling back on spending on marketing and incentives. They need to start treating hiring as a privilege. So that's the type mm. of um, cautious approach they are taking the next few years. And that is also echoed to some extent by what Facebook has been telling its employees, that they will stop or slow the pace of adding mid-level senior positions. And I've also been hearing from the likes of Robinhood, the brokerage, um, they, the brokerage app, they have been talking about slashing their workforce by around 9%. So here's a picture of tech companies looking at growth moderating and then you have the great hikes coming through from the Fed. So it's just a lot of pressure on these um, tech companies right now. It's scary, right? When you hear your company tell you, we are going to treat hiring as a privilege. A, okay, yes, I feel very privileged that I've been hired. <laughs> B, you don't bluff me. It means I got a lot of work to do. Uh, <laughs> yes, in some no more cases, covers. <laughs> they will say, hey, you need to be more productive. Gosh. Okay, China is also something that we're watching out for. I mean, in just a while, we'll speak with Tan Don Wei, try and get an update on the Shanghai lockdown mm. and of course all the restrictions that are going on in Beijing and whether or not they'll ever declare a lockdown there. That's something that investors are afraid of. What are you observing? Yeah, so I think it was one of the big drivers why we saw markets overnight on Wall Street down. As well as in Europe, if you look at European markets, you are down 2.8%, dragged down by travel and tech stocks. And it's all around the um, economy in China, yeah, yeah. showing more signs of slowing down. And yesterday, we had around data coming through on the trade front. So exports for China slowing to single digits in April, down at least growing by only 3.9% in that month, compared with 14.7% in March. So that is slowing down, but at least beating the analyst forecast of 3.2%. So that growth number, 3.9%, is the slowest since June 2020. And it's mm. all reflecting what's happening in China. Yeah. The lockdowns in Shanghai playing out, just putting the brakes on production, activities, people going to work from car makers to device makers. And of course, Beijing will be closely watched to see how much of a impact we will be getting from the mass testing, the tightening of restrictions, and how much worse if it does get. All right. Uh, a couple more issues worth looking at. The dollar gauge is mm. at the highest level since 2020. You've got the economic slowdown in China as well, putting a bit of pressure on the yuan. So that's something to look out for for emerging markets, especially when we see what's happening with the US dollar. It has been gaining a lot of strength. And just to give you some color right now, the US dollar versus Sing dollar now at a reading of 1.39. And that up. is up nearly 1.9% in the past month and up nearly... 4.9% in the past year. Mm. So that's showing how much of strength is um, behind the dollar with all the rate hikes being priced in. Yeah. And typically when that happens, you will see pressure on Asian currencies. Yeah. And yeah. that was the case in Indonesia where we saw the rupiah pretty much under pressure. In fact, it was at its weakest in more than nine months and they fell by 0.4% yesterday. So that's putting a lot of pressure on Asian central banks to do a bit of catch up where they, where they are in terms of raising their own strength of their currencies. And we are looking at a sell-off in some cases. For example, Indonesia had their stock market reopen after a week-long holiday. Yes. So a lot of catch-up selling and the Jakarta Composite Index slumped as much as 
4.6% is steepest drop in nearly one and a half years. So that is just reflecting how much jitters there are, you know, people flocking away from emerging markets in some cases and towards the well, relatively safer US dollar and US markets. So that is mm-hmm. going to be something to play out as we see all these rate hikes continue to be priced in and how investors are thinking about repositioning themselves. And just last week, it looked like a really good idea to plan a US holiday. I know you've got one coming up. I do have one coming up and I'm wondering, should I change my US dollars right now? To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.